there, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And a really sweet guy with a deep voice to give you a... Uh, oh, yes. Just a quick warning. Yes, the Chrissy and Heather show contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and nonsense. If you're averse to any of these ingredients, the Chrissy and Heather show may not be for you. So talk to your doctor and all your friends about this program. Let's get into it. Happy New Year, Heather. Happy New Year. And we get to say Happy New Year even though it's halfway through the first month of the year because this is the first time that I've seen you in 2020. Yes, it's been a long time. We've been faking these people out and making them believe that we're here and doing things. I think we did a great job at that, too. I I think we did, too. I think we were pretty fantastic. (laughs) So um, you just said to me that you made a note that you just said, it's been a while. A lot of things have happened. Yes. Yeah. I was going to start making a list of like all of the things that I've been jotting down. I've been texting myself since our last time together, and I started going through it, and I realized, you know, that's just... I'll just suffice to say, many things have happened. <laughs> a lot of things have happened. Yeah. We haven't been in here in almost a month. You're right. Yeah. Well, um, today, we're doing my show first. Yes. Because I had this show idea that, I, I got to be honest, I'm pretty much going to tell a long story. Okay. I don't have a lot for you to do today. Okay. Um, I'm going to need you to just maybe... Provide some comic relief and some commentary occasionally. I'll do my best. I'm going to tell a long story. Thank Um, you for the heads up. You're going to end up being the host because you'll have questions for me as we go along. So we'll we'll see what happens. Can I put on my coach hat or am I? Sure, if you'd like. Yeah, we're on-air therapy. Like whatever. Yeah, sure. Great. So (laughs) as our listeners know, and as you know, I went to Spain Mm -hmm. over Christmas. And Spain is a very special country to me. Yeah. I, I really love Spain because I did the big hike there. Mm-hmm. Um, I hiked the Camino de Santiago. It was about 550 miles. I walked from France into Spain, all the way across northern Spain to the coast. Mm-hmm. And you end at Finisterre, which fin means end, terre means earth. Mm-hmm. So it's the end of the earth, right? And um, it was a great hike. Mm-hmm. And I did it for... Gosh, this is going to be a tough episode for me. Okay. <laughs> um, I did it for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Um, because when I did that hike, which was in 2017, I was a mess. Right. I remember you talking about that. And when I was a mess, I was really, my heart was very broken mm-hmm. at that time. Um, I had a very large dad-shaped hole in right. my heart. And a large mom-shaped hole in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I had had fallen in love with someone before Mm -hmm. I went on this hike. And that was falling apart. Mm. And so there was a love-shaped hole in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a really powerful walk. But it was not a magic trick, you know? Correct. And as I... um, Before I went on that walk, I started doing... A lot of soul searching mm-hmm. and a lot of trying to figure out where I was supposed to be going and what I was supposed to be doing and what my direction was and whatnot. And I started reading Eat, Pray, Love by mm-hmm. Elizabeth Gilbert. Yes. Um, and in that book, in the first section of that book, she talks about she talks about speaking to the universe and the universe speaking back to her right basically and she says you know i don't know if this is a voice that comes from within me or if this is a voice that 
you know, is something broader, but, you know, it helped her to kind of do that at a tough time in her life. Yeah. And as I read this book, I felt like Elizabeth Gilbert (laughs) was giving me permission to do this, to kind of like make your intentions known, talk to the universe. I grew Mm -hmm. up in a very... um, you be thankful for what you get. Mm. You don't ask for things. Mm-hmm. You know, you like it's, the universe is not a magic wish granter. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so you, like there was never any reason that I would have like set intention and like said to the world, I would really like this. Right. To happen. Right. Um, Just be thankful for what you have. Yeah. And don't complain. But I decided that I wanted to try this. Okay. And this seemed like. A really crazy thing like mm-hmm. who talks to the world like who who types something on their computer <laughs> and then waits for a voice within themselves or a voice external to them to reply to them that's, right that's absolutely insane but elizabeth gilbert did it <laughs> i like that you're raising your hand right now <laughs> but elizabeth gilbert did it and i did it too uh-huh and this is why um, we are together yeah, this is leading up to why we are together. I think at so. Some point. So, I decided I'm not going to question where this comes from. I'm just going to try this. I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And when I was in Spain this round mm-hmm. last week, two some, years later, yeah, two years later, something said to me that it was time for me to have another talk with the universe. Okay, so I talk with her periodically, mm-hmm. right? And um, I decided to take a look back today. I, I What I have open on my computer for us to look at today is my very first talk with the universe. Okay. And my talk with the universe the other day. Okay. And I hadn't talked to her in about six months because I keep these on my computer. Okay. Like I, I have them in a, a, dialogue. in a file, you know, like in the talks with the universe folder or okay. whatever. And um, I went back to the very first one, which I have not opened since the day that it happened, you know. Um, and I actually had made a note. I'm like... This is obviously just myself talking to me, you mm-hmm. know, like, but when I read the very first one, I was like, I don't know. I don't know who the hell said that, you know? So, <laughs> so we're going to take a look today okay. at my first talk with the universe, which probably would have been mid 2017-ish. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. So maybe two and a half years ago, we're going to take a look at that. And then we are going to, um, I'm going to tell you guys what she said to me the other day. Okay. She was not pleasant. I think I texted you. Yeah, I think you, did. you were the only person I texted. I was like, the universe is really pissed at me. She was really Yeah, you mad said she me. wasn't being very kind. No, she was not. She she was not being pleasant at all. Um, but so Which let's is see. not in her nature. It's really not. Like <laughs> she's always been kind to me. The it's I've it's always been a loving tone. It's always been really pleasant. Um and I thought that this was so today was the first day that I ever opened up that old one, like the oh, very first wow. one. I never, I never have looked back at it. And I'm like, I wonder what I'm going to find. Yeah. And it, it really like got to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so, uh, usually when I talk to the universe, she asks me a question. Mm-hmm. She'll, she'll open with like a, what are you feeling? Or like, why are, like, why are you here? She's a therapist. She's mm-hmm. a very, she's a very solid therapist. And, um, the very first one I laughed when I opened this document because I said, universe, talk to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do things other than to be just extraordinarily direct, apparently. And um, 
I basically was like, I want you to make me a plan. I want you to like do stuff for me. Universe. This right? is what like, you said in 2017. This is what I said in 2017. Okay. I said, so, I want you to do, I want you to do this stuff for me. And she said, you need patience. You don't have enough. You need faith. You don't have enough. Okay. And I said, how do I acquire faith? Okay. And she said, you do this. You sit quietly. You listen. You are getting better at listening, but you don't believe what you're listening to. Hmm. The more you practice, the stronger the voice will be. Okay. And I really liked that I have a section in here where I said, do people who listen wonder if they are crazy? Because I wonder if this is crazy. Like, I wonder aloud in my conversation with the universe (laughs) if I'm being (laughs) insane at that moment. Am I absolutely insane right now? And she replied, it doesn't matter what other people think. Does this help you? Does this move you forward? Is this listening that you're doing helpful because it is for you? Mm. You shouldn't doubt something that makes you feel stronger or, and more ready for the world. Mm. See, that sounds like, more Isn't like that her. Nice. Yes. Yeah. This this is when she was very nice. Oh, to she me was because she, she was she was new. She's yeah. like, come on back, little bird. It's good. You know, it's good. <laughs> um. And then uh, there's a bunch of other stuff. It spins into a bunch of other things. But I really liked the end because I said. Have you always talked to me? How long have I not been listening? Mm -hmm. And the answer says, you stopped hearing me when you were a girl. Mm. I know, and that's what made me cry. I was like, where did that come from? And said, you lost your childlike wonder. I'm here. Don't lose me again. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's significant. That's a real talk with something. Yeah. Either within myself or broader. And it's... Did that make sense to you when you when you heard that and you wrote you typed the words out and saw them appear on the screen and and had the full awareness of what you had just generated? Did you agree with that statement or were you surprised? No, I mean, I was surprised, but I agreed like it it, it, there brings a truth to it. Okay, sure. So there You you can you remember a time in your childhood when you gave up that childlike wonder or you lost it probably like there there was a a transition throughout a number of years where i became much more hard Mm. just much more like fact-based and you know like just ignore Mm -hmm. all that other stuff yeah you closed Mm -hmm. yeah so when i found this this morning i was like holy crap like that like it surprised me, you know, it surprised me anew today. Mm-hmm. And, and it surprised me how much probably this has shaped my past couple years without me even knowing it. Yeah. You know, which I think is sometimes what happens when you start to set an intention, like you've got it in there somewhere and it, and you're making it happen, but you, it's not consciously that, that it's right. in your thought process, mm-hmm. you know, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah. So... I was back in Spain and I was just there for fun. Like I wasn't there, you know, I'm there with my children. So you thought. Yeah, so I thought. I was just there to have a good time and, you know, dance in the streets in Barcelona and, you know. Meanwhile, the universe is like the plot thickens. (laughs) The universe is like. You have returned to the site of our original interaction. (laughs) Exactly. So I was like, hmm. So, um, yeah, and I would like to say, I would like to interject here that my children... 
accepted the surprise as wonderfully as I thought. Remember, I told you that I thought mm-hmm. they were going to be like, what? When are we going to eat? Like, eh. <laughs> No, they were very excited. I saw the video. Yes, I posted <laughs> it. I posted it on, um, on my personal social media and they were... Yeah. Over the moon. Yeah, they like it. So, so sweet. I got the reaction that I so desperately Good. desired. It was wonderful. <laughs> universe hooked you I up got with that. that. The universe hooked me up <laughs> with what I needed there, which was pretty cool. So I'm in Seville January 1st, I guess. it was the first, I think it was the first day of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd flown from Barcelona to Seville. I'd been in Spain probably six days. And we got to our hostel. And this is the first time, that was the very first time that my kids ever stayed in like a hostel with me. That like we had our own room. We had two rooms, like adjoining, like they had a room and I had a room um, that were all within the same lock and key. And then our bathroom was down the hall and it was a shared bathroom. Like we've never had that before. Oh, really? And my kids were hilarious because we walked into this place and they looked around and they were like, are we at an orphanage? (laughs) (laughs) It was like... What they've seen in like right. movies of like old <laughs> New York, you know, whatever. They were like, yeah. uh, did you bring us to an orphanage? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> it's not the Ritz Carlton, but it's not an orphanage either. Right. <laughs> so we're getting settled in there and they're playing with their iPads and whatever. And I sit down at my computer and I'm like, oh, you know, I need to do some goal planning. I need to do some whatever. And on this fine day, the universe tells me off. <laughs> I'm imagining it, that when you say that. Okay, so I'm imagining you opening up your computer mm-hmm. and then like a chat bubble appears and yeah. it's the universe. Yeah, pretty much. And she's like, hey, <coughs> it, we need to talk. It opens with, hey, it's been a while. Whoa. Hey, it's been a while. <laughs> and then there's like the universe talks to me a lot about boys because mm. boys are important in my okay. life. You know, yeah. so we talk about relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about job stuff and work stuff and, you know, what's coming up. Like we, we have just a pretty, pretty basic chat, you know. Um, but um, she goes on to say, let me see, let me scroll down here. The year is 2020. You have called this the decade of Chrissy. How are you going to make it so? Or are you planning to just keep waiting to see? Ooh. And I said. Let's just get to it. Yeah, right? (laughs) Just get right to it. (laughs) Like, because I am going to the universe like I normally go to the universe. And I'm saying, what are you going to do for me? Are you going to help me out? Are you going to make my life beautiful? And I want all these things. And can you help me? And the universe said to me. You haven't been very willing to put in what you would like to get out. You seem to think that the date would change and the world would hand you things. Maybe you are back in Spain to remember that this is simply not so. Hmm. Well then. Yeah. And I said, hmm. And then there's stuff about knowing when to work, when things are dead on the vine, blah, 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 blah. You know, like there's a whole bunch of things. It says 2020 is a year of tough love for you. It's time for you to shut the up with your soft whatever and make some things happen. Dang. 
Do it. And it says, take a minute and figure out what you want. Do you want to be settled with some dude? Do you want to build a big career? If you don't map out this decade and beyond, you can't expect things to just show up. Map out your money and how you want to grow it. Map out how disciplined you want to be. Stop being flippant with your whole life. That's what I got. How did that sit with you? Horrible. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So I was like, oh, I, I, I like basically the universe said to me, I have given you a lot of things like there. I think let me see if it's in here. Uh, there was something. Oh, yeah. You have reached being the kind of mother, the kind of friend, the kind of person you want to be for others. What do you want to reach for yourself? And she said, you know, you have been given so many gifts. And for Mm -hmm. the last two and a half years, I've coddled you and I've helped you and I've rebuilt you. And you're awesome. And now you have to go do things. And I felt like, huh, I felt like, well, I need to go back on this show (laughs) and I need to basically like what I want to do to the point of me talking about this is because I want people who listen to us to know that whatever you need to do for yourself however you need like like uh, maybe some of our listeners are a bit conservative maybe some of our listeners don't want to believe in some hippy dippy inner voice whatever you don't have to tell anyone about this. Like in that very first one, it specifically said, this is just for you. Mm-hmm. Like you don't mm-hmm. ever have to talk about this. And I think that was something that was a fear for me initially that like, well, people are going to think that you are absolutely insane <laughs> if you're walking around talking about talking to the freaking universe, you know, and getting a reply. Right. And I I felt like I want like Elizabeth Gilbert gave me permission mm-hmm. to look within myself for what my problems were, what my answers were to answer my own questions and to really just think on those things. And this is just a tool to do it. Like this isn't the only way to do it. It happens for me that I'm a writer and writing down Mm -hmm. questions and answers to myself, apparently, you know, are, it's a helpful, it's a helpful tool for Mm -hmm. me and it might be different for other people, you know, to, there might be a different tool. It might be, speaking out loud or it might be, you know, drawing or it might be whatever, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. your creative outlet is. But I just wanted to tell people today that whatever helps you set intention for your life and outline what you really want and outline what you're supposed to be doing and how you're best spending your time it's okay to do and you don't have to be embarrassed about it and you don't have to be like you don't have to go and grab a microphone and cry and tell everybody about your you know (laughs) personal conversations with the universe but do it just for you right and I like I hope that by doing this today by telling people my very own you know whatever that someone else will want to do it too yeah you know well, I I do it all the time. You do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think that, you know, people have different Well, I have a lot of questions I've been jotting down. <laughs> I um, knew you would. I I was like, <laughs> well, Heather will just be the host and she'll just have a lot of questions. It'll be great. Yeah. And well, I'm an expert on the universe, so I'll just answer them all. It'll be great. Yeah. I I 
I think that, you know, there's different words that people use for the experience that you've had. You know, some people would say very firmly that they're praying and that they're having a conversation with a higher being that they might call God or that they might call, you know, something else. You know, I, um, you know, I've, I've had several experiences where I have felt like I have had a voice and it, 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 it didn't, it wasn't my voice. It was a different voice from mine. Uh-huh. And, um, and in my case, it was a male voice who, when I was in a place of asking, why isn't this working? Why isn't this happening? I'm putting in the work. I'm doing these things. I've, I'm working hard. Why can't I have what I want? And the voice redirected me to where I was surprised I was supposed to be going. And whether I call that the universe, whether I call that God, whether I call that, you know, any number of names that have been given to what that is, you know, I think is, is, is a personal thing, you know, but yes, I've absolutely had a similar experience and I trust it. I trust it. I think that is the thing. Like, I, I think that it's such a truth that for a long time, I wouldn't have listened to that. Yeah. You know? Well, that's one of my questions. Yeah. Is whether or not you, well, I, okay, I'm going to have to think about how I want to ask the question. Because what I'm wondering is, in order for you to hear that and to be open to hearing it and listening to it, pondering what it means, not dismissing it, mm-hmm. you have a level of emotional openness. Yes. And is there anything that you do purposely in your life to stay open to that so that you can hear it when it when it comes to you? I think it's a constant redirection and a constant paying attention. You know, like I, th- I, I think that I purposefully have my eyes open all the time, like mm-hmm. in every interaction and in every whatever. And I will say that, you know. Like, I don't think that any of this is a magic trick. I don't think right. that any of this is whatever. But I would say that within um, 36 hours of this interaction with the universe where she told me to start making my own things happen, I met a few new people that I think are going to be change makers in my life. Yeah. I made, like, things do happen when when you're paying attention and when you're ready. You know, like, like. I told you that today is a big transitional day. Things are happening in my business today. Things are happening in uh, my writing career today. I think to today just ended up being, I didn't know when I woke up that today was going to be this level of the show, that today was going to be, you know, all, all these things. And it's just, I guess, keeping your eyes open and trusting whatever comes in, you know, like I really try to, when something happens, not just go, well, that's a that's a cool coincidence, which is what I used to do. I used to be like, well, yeah, that, that's neat and all, but it's not special. Now, now I look at I look at more things as special. Like I, I treat more things with reverence, I guess. I guess I treat life with more reverence. I remember be, I cannot remember how old I was when this happened, but my I must have been at least a teenager. And my dad gave me. I think it was, I can't remember if it was a CD, like a DVD or a VHS that would help me place when this happened in my life. Mm -hmm. But he gave this to me and he said, I think you should watch this. I think you'll really like it. 
And I put it in, and it was the secret. I don't know it. The secret is all about the law of attraction. Okay. Okay, so it's all about um, you know, being open to um, setting intentions for your life and putting out into the universe what you want and then doing the work, but being open to hearing the voice and being very intentional about living a life. This is, it sounds like a dichotomy, but it's like being intentional about living openly mm-hmm. and not being so rigidly set in your own path that you miss these signals along the way. Yeah, I think I probably just totally misrepresented what it's completely about, but that's what I got out of it. Uh And then back in our very first episode of this show, Mm -hmm. I made a book recommendation. You did. Mm -hmm. And The Untethered Soul Mm -hmm. was step two for me. The Uh secret was step one. Uh The Untethered Soul was step two because that taught me how to stay open so that I can hear it. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think just not dismissing those things. Right, is, is, trusting it. Yeah, just it's such a big part of how I live today, you know, and how I didn't live at that time, Yeah, you know. And I think for me, it's taken a lot. Like part of the reason I'm so emotional about it is because it's taken a lot of self-acceptance mm-hmm. to be like, this isn't like silly because no. it like I'm one of those people I'm the ultimate skeptic and I'm like no, all that stuff is dumb right you know all that stuff is nonsense all that stuff is whatever you know and it's like I think that when I got over my I have all the answers mm-hmm. and my ignorance of you know all that exists is this that I see mm-hmm. like that is a really ignorant, you know, like right. to say that only what like I have a degree that taught me what you can observe and what you can measure mm-hmm. are the only things that there are. No. You know, like and <laughs> I I spent two years of my life firmly ingrained in this program where they told me if you can't observe it, if you can't measure it, it doesn't matter. It's not real, you know, and. I don't know if there's there's more than what we can see and it's stupid to think there's not like I have been on this planet for 43 years I think 43 maybe 42 I think I'm 43 <laughs> I have been on this there. planet yeah. somewhere around the around 40 years and I think I know stuff I don't know anything right. none of us I know don't know anything. anything I've been here 42 43 years and I think I know stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what I know about the universe is could is smaller than a grain of sand. Right, exactly. So I'm going to walk around like I know stuff. I don't know right. stuff. I, I think what, one of the beautiful things that you're saying here is that there is, there is absolute strength in being vulnerable enough and open enough and to let go of our ego enough to hear yes. the words that are coming to us from wherever it comes. But then also, it's hard work to follow it. Yeah. Not every, that's where most that. people yeah. stop is in hearing it. And then they don't do the following it. Yeah. And that's why they feel like their life is not turning into anything. 
it's really easy to put it aside and be like, that was just a feeling. That was just a fleeting notion. That was just, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I think that to put more stock in it is the really hard part, you know, to say like, to stand up with conviction and say, no, you know what, this is what I'm being guided to do by myself, by something bigger, by whatever. And I'm going to actually do it. You know, that's, that's, that's the hard part for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's following it. I think that it's, it's one thing to say, I'm going to follow this. I'm going to see where this goes. When you're single, you don't have anybody else depending on you. You know, you don't have other responsibilities. I know that what, that sometimes what has held me back from following as as robustly as I would like to is, you know, I've got kids, I've got yeah. a family, you know, like I've got repeat. Sure. Re- yeah. I can't just run off and follow this voice, you know. <laughs> <Elsa. laughs> like, 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 sorry, guys, I have to follow this voice that's telling me to go and do these things. <laughs> What's his name? Brendan, Brendan Urie, Panic at the Disco, the new right. Elsa song. Yeah. Exactly. Into the unknown. Well, you know, <laughs> I saw a quote that I've been I've had in my back pocket for a while that I sometimes it comes back to me um, and it says and I'm going to get it wrong because I just wrote it down from memory. Um, but it basically says you cannot be you cannot dabble in in self-awareness. You know, you cannot yeah. mm-hmm. you cannot just taste it. You have to become a drunk. And that is where is the difference is are you tasting Mm self-awareness or are you in? Yeah. You know, and and becoming a drunk is not something that is typically seen as a good thing. (laughs) But, you know, the essence of what that means is you can't just look at self-awareness and self-actualization and Mm -hmm. say, you know, oh, I'm going to do I'm going to do a little bit of that this year. Mm -hmm. You can, but you're not, you're, that's not it. Right. You know, you got to be all in. Yeah. And it sounds to me like there's something in you that says, I got your back. Mm-hmm. You can go all in because I've got your back. Yeah. So do you have any other questions or? Uh, you- well, okay. I do oh, have gosh. one question. Face. What's your question? Her little face. I was wondering, okay, so. There was a point when you were saying, I've lived my life like this for the past two years, and now I'm living my life this other way. And I wrote down, is this a pendulum swing? That's a good question. And I don't like perhaps uh, to some degree, you know, um, I think that I think that when I texted you on New Year's Day, I even said that I think that I said, you know, the universe says you've swung too far Mm -hmm. into do everything for me. I just the world's going to happen the way it happens and like given up some level of my own control over Mm -hmm. my destiny. And I think that this was a a course correction was what happened on new year's day was, you know what? Don't just come to me and ask me to do everything for you. You, you grew up, you're fine and you, you know, Mm -hmm. do it yourself. And so, yeah, I think there's a little bit of, yes, the pendulum has swung a bit mm-hmm. side to side and it's, you know, finding that spot in the middle again, yep. you know, and trying to find my way back to the middle. So I think so. Yep. Enjoy the ride. Absolutely. Yeah. I know you will. And to our friends out there, you're not crazy Mm-mm. and you're not silly. Mm-mm. It's real. Yeah. You can take the time to look inside yourself and follow that Elsa 
and Anna voice <laughs> from Frozen uh, into the unknown. And um, it's a, a beautiful exercise to do. And I encourage you to do it. I don't encourage you to go cry on the radio about it. But I do encourage you to do it for your own self. And we love you. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Deep voice guy, how'd we do? I think you ladies did absolutely fabulous. And for those of you looking to increase your dosage, make sure to connect with The Chrissy and Heather Show on Facebook and Instagram.